Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Severs and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, it's good, good, to have, good to be morning, back. Good morning, Tim. Yeah, yes. yeah, afternoon, whatever. Yes, uh, Tim it is, wherever you Severs. Are. Tim Severs, the, he, he ably, admirably, uh, victoriously pinch, pinch hit for me yesterday on a Sunday morning. Uh, thank you, Tim, for preaching for me or in my place. You're God had prepared that in advance for you to do. It was predestined. It was <laughs> oh, prearranged. Boy. Oh, boy. We're getting right into a theological quagmire here. But anyway, yeah, so Tim preached for, for me on, on Sunday as my family stayed home uh, to uh, to keep others from the flu bug, even though I think by Sunday we were probably over it. But probably I digress. It's good to be with you here, Tim, to talk yeah. about Jonah. Yeah, and, I, I literally and, haven't seen you physically since like Thursday, I think. Yes, I disappeared so, yeah, into disappeared the disappeared into the quarantine zone yes, or whatever. Yes, well, I behind I did. all the hazmat tape and I thought I worked Thursday, but I I did some. Work. Uh, that would have been the last time I oh, saw. Oh, I you see Thursday. that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, but we're back. Yeah, here normal. we are. And we're we're going to be in Jonah three today. If you want to get your Bibles ready, it's right after you find the vomit in your Bible. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's Bible has a little vomit in it. One yeah. of the places it has vomit in it is Jonah getting vomited up at the end yeah. of chapter 2. But chapter there's two, some Psalms 10, that yeah. talk about vomit as well. So Yeah, just because um, you all wanted to know that. Yes, yeah, like a dog returns to a yeah, vomit, yeah, yeah. so a man returns to his sin or folly or something. Uh, but Jonah chapter 3 is where we're at today. But we've got some other stuff to talk about first. Before we dive into the wonderful, amazing book of Jonah, which yeah. I am just really enjoying. And a great yeah. sermon on, on Sunday, Tim. If you get a chance to listen to it, go to uh, PalouseChurch.org or our Facebook page and listen to Tim's uh, sermon on chapter 2 from the, the Belly of the Fish, The Worst of Times, I think you called it. Yeah, The Worst the of best Times. The Best of Times, The Worst of Times. Just, the, just worst the Worst of, of times. times, yeah. Yeah. All yeah right. I always have, I like to have fun naming sermons yeah you know, but yeah uh no i enjoyed the opportunity to to be in front of the congregation here because uh, though i preach every sunday i don't preach in this building every sunday um that's usually your job so i was glad to do it and yeah. i am great i think everybody's really enjoying jonah in fact i was talking to uh one of, one of our staff people today who said that their 14 year old daughter is desperately enjoying this just really, really into wow. it and and so if we can get a teenager to enjoy this ancient prophet yeah. i don't know if it's we as much as it's god and god's word uh, yeah and I don't uh, want but that's to, awesome i don't want that's to take great. any credit for a great sermon but yeah uh, if god worked through me yesterday that's awesome yeah uh, <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah i mean it's it's really i think it's really challenging i know it's really challenging me and and encouraging me and it's really working in the lives of our congregation and community too so you know maybe you haven't given jonah a chance uh, give him before, a chance give... god gave him more than one chance yes. <laughs> feels like some rally criers so give jonah a chance give jonah a chance <laughs> he'll need more than one he'll folks. need more than one chance but if you, if, if, uh, we're making yeah. jokes about jonah if you don't get the jokes read you need, jonah you need to read jonah because yeah. jonah has some jokes in it. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. only four chapters. It's easy not to that read. hard. I can and I can go like this. Uh, Alexa, read Jonah from the Bible. 
She's Jonah thinking. One. Look at that. Jonah and, One. The prophet Jonah. Oh, and she'll just start reading. It has Jonah. dramatic music. That's awesome. I don't know if they can hear it, but but my Alexa is reading it right now. So Alexa, stop. So you, if you have a smart device and it, and it reads the Bible, the, the Alexas do. You can literally say, read Jonah from the Bible. <laughs> and, and she'll pick right up where she left off. It's amazing. Okay, Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. Thank you. You have to be firm. With you Alexa. do. I mean, she just wants to serve you. She. <laughs> yes, yes, that's yes. she's all about that. Okay. Well, uh, we do have some other. It. We are in the season of Lent. Um, I was just I've, thinking I've, it'd be <laughs> funny to make a Christian Alexa. <laughs> And like uh, as a satire, like maybe that could be part of our podcast. Oh like, yeah, that could be fun. We could kind of hide it. She heard you hide say a uh, kid or something upstage, and we could have an uh, an an Alexa device. I have to say it quietly, and and then and make it do some Christian things. Yeah. like uh, I don't know. Yeah, that'd what be fun. We'll like, have to play with that. Sing worship songs so, with us, yeah. or. Uh, Communion, or yeah. that, that would be sacrilegious, maybe, to do. I don't know. We'll, okay. have, to, we'll have to play maybe with Maybe an Alexa that just uses a lot of Christianese. Yeah. So so you should make plans to come to, <laughs> oh, the, to the talent uh, show. To the ta- We're talking about the talent show. I was trying to get there, yes, and this yes. is a great opportunity to talk about the Palm Sunday Pancake Supper Fundraiser for Camp Scholarships and talent show. And when is Palm Sunday, and what the heck is Palm Sunday anyway, but when is Palm Sunday? Palm Sunday is April 14th. April 14th. Of 2019. Of 2019. Because it moves depending on the year. on a Sunday, though, always. Right. That's always on a Sunday. And it's the Sunday where we celebrate. We call it Palm Sunday because we celebrate that Jesus came into Jerusalem and they waved palms, uh, palm branches, and covered the road with palm branches and their clothes. Uh, or their jackets, <laughs> their cloaks, or <laughs> their cloaks. <laughs> and anyway, so they it's didn't a time take of celebration. No. <laughs> no, but it's a time of celebration. And one of the things we do uh, before we get into the various serious week of Holy Week is we we have this important fundraiser for camp and have this wonderful breakfast for dinner. Uh, yeah, the pancake, pancake supper, chan, and it's by donation these. only at at five o'clock. Five o'clock, and it's a lot of fun, and it a is. lot of people come. Sometimes a hundred plus people come. You never know. Uh, and and then we have a great down home, down to earth, great homespun. What's another? I don't. Know, that's pretty phrase good. I can use. Good old fashioned good old fashioned talent, talent show, show with a lot of laughing and silliness and actual talent on occasion yes not yes. from us but no. from other people in no. the congregation they have kids, real talent kids or adults who sing people who play instruments but we're we're in need of some talent yeah uh, no one has signed we up yet desperately well actually i heard the I. lemon the lemon sisters are going to yeah. be coming through town again yes and they signed up uh and they are a singing group now i had hoped they were singers and dancers oh. but I'm told they do not dance. They only sing. So come and hear the Lemon Sisters. They're going to sing a, a, a little ditty. A little ditty, yeah. Yes, and then Tim and I are going to perform. Yes. We also don't dance. <laughs> we, no. And no one wants us Nobody to dance. Nobody wants us to dance. Yeah. You yeah. dance. You, you no. do ballroom dancing. I do ballroom dance. Yeah, I can ballroom dance. Wow. But, you know, the kids these days, it's all about that floss and everything. The, the floss. floss dance. We I can... did the floss successfully the other did day. Did you? Yes. That's good. I couldn't do it again if you paid I me. wish there was video. Uh, my kids. People are might glad pay there's to not see video. that. Yeah, hey, they might maybe, be able to raise lots could, of money for camp scholarships. You could pay me not to floss. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
So we will do a live podcast. Hopefully I, that's our the right way this year. And so if you have things you want us to talk about at the live podcast, maybe uh, email Ooh, them in, comment on Facebook. Uh, topics you want us to talk about. We're not going to just do our normal recording. Uh, we, right, we're yeah. going to do something special. Probably talk about camp, but we want to do some funny bits. So if you if you have a suggestion or an idea or something you want us to discuss... Uh, please let us know. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Yep. Okay. It'd be like that comedy. So April fourteenth, huh? Yeah. It'd be like what? Oh, that Comedy Central show. I don't even. Whose line is it anyway? Where people like call out things that you have to. Oh man. Respond yeah. To That's a funny that'd be kind of like that. Yeah. On, yes. Yeah. At the at the talent show. At the talent show. So talent show is yeah. about six o'clock. Pancake supper is five o'clock. You don't have to get there right at five o'clock. If you get there five thirty, we're still gonna feed you. Five forty, we're still gonna feed you. Five fifty, it's iffy. But there will be lots of pancakes. We make good pancakes, eggs, breakfast meats. Yep. It's great. Which are like sausage and bacon. You know. Yeah. Okay. The good stuff. Um, Holy Weeks after that, there's a ton of Holy Week events. Uh, check out our Facebook page for upcoming events that will be launched. And um, in the meantime, we have soup suppers on Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock. Sharing this upcoming week is Phil Wiegraf. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's part of our church family. And uh, a former pastor, current school teacher, and Phil's going to share his more than a and bus driver story. extraordinaire. He is a very experienced bus driver, more experienced than me, and that's uh, saying something. That is saying something. Yeah. Yes. But Phil's great. I'm looking forward to hearing from him on yeah, Wednesday. Me too. And so, yeah, if you make it out, make it out for that if you can. Uh, our Lent soup suppers. So Great. Every Wednesday. Wednesday's at 6. Yeah. Right. So are we going to talk about Jonah now? Is that, yeah. is that what's Let's up? Let's talk about Jonah. Okay. Uh, Jonah was a prophet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's in my head. Uh, is that from VeggieTales? It is from okay. VeggieTales. Uh, my daughter, when she was in Saturday. quarantine, was, was watching Jonah. And occasionally I'd watch or come by. She watched it more than once with headphones on and watched all the outtakes and everything. But she would tell me, Dad, this didn't really happen in the real Jones. She told me a couple things. But anyway. Uh, well, that's, she must be paying attention then to, to the actual the actual Jones. Yeah, that's good. She is. Uh, so. so Jonah chapter 3. Uh, this is this is when Jonah actually goes to Nineveh. Yeah. This is his second chance. Should I read the chapter? It's short. Yeah, let's do okay, it. Okay, okay. So chapter 3, verse 1. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it the message I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, three days' journey in breadth. Jonah began uh, to go into the city, going a day's journey, and he called out, Now, Tim, you do Jonah here. Okay, and he called out. He called out. What did he call out? He called out, 40 days and Nineveh will be overthrown. That was very good Jonah there. Okay, and the people of of Nineveh believed God. They called a fast and put on sackcloth. Now, you're going to be the king here in a minute. I'll I'll let you borrow my Bible. Okay. Okay, they, they called for a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least of them. The word reached the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. 
and he issued a proclamation and published it throughout Nineveh. Okay, now, it's a proclamation, but I'm sure he's spoken out loud, so can you find it right there? Tim's going to be the king of Nineveh here. See, I have to use a different voice. By the decree of the king and his nobles, let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and let them call out mightily to God. Let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that in it that is in his hands. Who knows? God may turn and relent and turn from this fierce anger so that we may not perish. Oh, good, good. good. Certain drama That's there. a good king voice. If you do, if you do <laughs> so, an arrogant king. Now, okay. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil way, God relented of the disaster that he had said he would do to them, and he did not do it. That's the end. the end of chapter 3. Yes. So what do we got there? I mean, we got Jonah going to Nineveh, preaching a sermon of sorts. So we're going to talk about that. And it's not a very lengthy sermon, uh, but it has an effect, right? You can't it deny does, that. yeah. Uh, the people hear it, and they call for a fast. They, they, they start putting on sackcloth, and all of them, from the greatest to the least... Then the king gets the news, and as you so ably read his decree, uh, he tells everybody in the land to to fast and repent, basically, and yeah. even the animals, which is crazy, yeah. right? I mean, I imagine my little corgi in Nineveh with sackcloth, sackcloth and ashes, just dragging a little sackcloth on the ground because their legs are so short. <laughs> um, <laughs> And but and then with humility he says, Who knows? God may turn and relent, right? He doesn't yeah. even he doesn't even presume on good God's goodness, which Jonah's done a lot of presuming that he can run from God and not be struck with a lightning bolt, you know. Um anyway, that but this we see in this king humility and turning and and yeah, and so God saw. God didn't cause disaster on him. What, what yeah. are we to make of this chapter? There's, we're going to preach full-length sermons question, on Sunday, yeah. but we got a few minutes here to talk with our lovely podcast following. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, it, you know, it's... It, you know, I, I guess it's kind of... I guess it's unexpected and expected all at the same time. I mean, it's hard for us to imagine that these evil Ninevites... I mean in the way that in what we know about them historically and how they treated people and their own their own pagan belief system that they have in place it's hard to believe that a message like what Jonah delivered uh, five words in the Hebrew uh, original or whatever could have the power uh, to make them see that the king acknowledges that uh, they're evil and that they need to turn away from evil and violence and then they do that and God says that they, uh, or it says that God saw that they turned from their evil ways and he rescued them. It's kind of, it's like, how does this happen? And yet, I mean, God's involved, so it happens. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's kind of strange. Yeah, I, and this is not what Jonah wanted. This to is not We're going to find Jonah that out wants, in chapter yeah. four. Really find it out in chapter four. Yeah. And it's hard not to read chapter 4 into this at this point we're reading it and we know that Jonah didn't want to go there um, 
But he ends up going there, and, and, and in the belly of the fish, we heard Jonah say that salvation belongs to the Lord, and yeah. or is of the Lord, and, and he seemed to have God's heart, you know, and so God relents of killing Jonah in chapter 2, and spits, the whale spits our fish, spits them out on dry land, and so our hope is the prophet is attuned to God's heart, you know, and he opens up that door a bit and lets God's mercy come out of his mouth, even if it's not the best sermon. And I know yes, that's yes. debated, but he does open up the door a bit. And and I think God's word is proclaimed. God's name is not even in Jonah's sermon, right? Right. But God's word is proclaimed in, in some kind of small sense, you know, maybe as small as a mustard seed. And because God is God, like you said, God makes something happen. And I don't think we can give the credit to Jonah. Uh, I, I just think we see the move of God here. Um, he, he turns these people's hearts from violence and evil. Pretty awesome. Uh, it is awesome, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I guess you want to talk about the king of Nineveh a little bit? Like what, what, or what do you want to talk yeah. about Jonah? What no, do you want to talk, talk about? about the king? Because I mean, I like there's, the the, there's basically Jonah. And the king. And the king. And the cows. And the cows and the animals <laughs> and then God, right? Uh, well, and the people, I guess. But we get we have words from from uh, Jonah and the king. Yeah. And 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 the king, uh, you you emphasized when you were reading a couple. You said he arose, arose from, from his, his throne. throne and. Um, now, why might I have emphasized that? See, why might you have em- emphasized that? Uh, well, what I was thinking about as we've talked about this is it's kind of symbolic of him stepping out of his place of his elevated place of course as king and a place of pride and then we find in the very next i mean the very following words that he's putting sackcloth and ashes on and calling uh you know and calling people to repentance and the animals to repentance and and so there's this humility uh that that that's evident in this in this king and i i think that's evidence of god's work because yeah. uh, it's like you said, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to give uh, Jonah the credit for uh, for the kind of response that came out of Nineveh. Right. <laughs> so, it, it, the word reached the king of Nineveh, and he arose. So it it's not that the king was moved by Jonah's presence. You know, some people say, "Well, Jonah was probably bleached white from his time in the whale." Well, it doesn't. Nobody, say that. It doesn't say and that. it doesn't yeah. say that the king saw him. No, nope, doesn't say that. It says that the word reached the king of Nineveh, and I think that's important. We we want to we want to learn from what's there and not assume things on based on things that aren't there. So the king heard the word, and that's what changed him. And he arose. And remember that play on words right, throughout yeah. the book of Jonah about down, down, down. down. Jonah's going down, 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 and he, but God's calling him to arise, arise and go yeah. to Nineveh. Arise and go. Arise and go. And uh, and the captain, remember, said to him, Arise, get up. Yep. And here we're seeing the word comes to the king of Nineveh, a pagan, as you yep. mentioned, yep. far from God, leading a violent, evil society, you know, the chief of sinners, so to speak. Yeah. And he, once he hears the word, he automatically does what, what Jonah was supposed to. He arises, right. he arises. Yeah. and he goes about God's work, which means calling his people under his command to repent. Yeah. Uh, even the animals. And it's like, oh, well, he gets it. Yeah. He gets it. He gets it. 
Yeah, we were talking about in Luke, uh, is it Luke 11, where Jesus said that the, the, the men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment and, and will con- be a, kind of a condemning voice. Uh, as an example, like there will be these people of Nineveh who, who had this tiny message, just a sliver of God's truth, but they really heard it and they, they turned to God. Yeah. Uh, and repented, and and yet there are, there's going to be people who are who have heard so much more of Jesus, and they've heard the scriptures, and they they maybe have even used the name of Jesus, but they didn't get God's heart. They didn't get God's yeah. love for broken people. They didn't get how God wants us to love our enemies. They were anti God, even if they used the name of God. And Jesus is saying, even the people of Nineveh got it, and they only got a tiny, tiny message, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what the scripture says. So, That's what yeah. the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. What, man, what about these animals? What about them? I, I want to know how they put the sackcloth on. Well, you know, different animals how, how are shaped different, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and where did they get all this sackcloth? Maybe for this we great need to city, call our Nineveh. local veterinarian or... Oh, or dog surgeon uh, in, in residence but uh, yeah and how did they that this is like Lent in a sense of you know we're supposed to um, be repenting in the season of yeah. Lent and maybe we don't walk around in sackcloth and ashes but this this was a real season of this community um, getting very serious about their sins yeah what if our nation got serious about our sins? What would that look like? About our own sins. I think we're really serious about the sins of others. Like, you know, when our politicians or celebrities yeah, like sin. You sin and I don't. Yes, and yes, like, yes. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. people love to read about criminals yeah, and things. Yeah. And, and, you know, even I watch some crim- crime documentaries and stuff. Oh, sure. We like, in a sense, the sins of others. Hmm. Um, and that's uh, kind of weird to say that. But we... We don't really want to repent of our own sins publicly. But what a public demonstration, a turning as a culture and, and, and from their brokenness, their yeah. ways of evil. And what if what would that look like in our culture where if we had a mass movement of people admitting their own sins and culturally we agreed on our corporate sin? What man. Well we'd be transformed, we'd be changed, like uh like Nineveh here. Yeah. And uh, I don't think reminds, only God could cause it, right? Only God, yeah. You know, there's this, we're, we're actually singing it this coming Sunday, and it's based in Scripture, if my people's hearts are humbled, if they turn and seek my face. Um, but Chronicles, right? Yeah, yeah. And, but that, you know, God is, God's a rescuing God who loves us, and, and if we repent, uh, he will do amazing things for us, I think. And, and I think a good word to end on is that always starts with God's people. God yeah. wanted to start it with Jonah, and Jonah's been reluctant, and yet God 